This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Miles Garrett, who's been banned for the rest of the year and postseason, everything. He's just not playing football this year. He's going to appeal that and he's going to lose. Right? I mean, you don't think he's going to win that appeal, do you? No way. I don't think so. Can you imagine if they let him win the appeal and he doesn't uh, end up missing time because, uh, you know, there's – I don't see how you can attack some guy with a helmet and and win an appeal. Well, well, you got to remember also what the suspension says. It says, so you know, the rest of this year plus, as in it could be more than that. So even if he got an appeal, they could appeal it down to, all right, well, it's just the rest of the regular season then. So they left that area there where, you know, because it kind of says indefinitely even beyond the seven games. Right. Uh, they're not they're not overturning any appeal. There's not going to be any of that. Did you? This th- guy whacked a guy over the head ooh, with a helmet. Ooh. Okay. He's not. Did you think any at appeal. any point that um like when you you saw today the reaction to it, did you think any of that was overdone, like that it was just blown out of proportion, or did you think it deserved the type of a crucifixion that they gave him today. Like, they crucified the guy. Like, you would have thought he murdered somebody. I actually was more surprised at some of the people who wanted to put more blame on um, other people on involved. Rudolph. Yeah, there was a lot of people coming out today trying to say that, you know, Rudolph is the, you know, he started it all, and he did this. And yeah, he started and, it from, and, what, underneath him getting his ass beat? Now, you go through this, you know, you look at the the slow motion from the bottom of that pile, he clearly has his hands on Garrett's helmet down there at the bottom of that pile. Right. And, uh, in, you know, in a motion where he's either trying to get his hands away or trying, you know, doing whatever's down there. And there's an even slower motion where, um, you know, he, he kind of gets a foot in the downstairs area of Garrett also. Oh, home plate? Uh, before Garrett rips the helmet off of his head. Was he stealing signs? Whatever happened, it still doesn't justify him ripping the guy's helmet off and smashing him Sculling over the head him. with it. He sculled him. I mean, honestly, you cannot I, defend that. Wasn't his reaction great when he got sculled and he looked at the ref like, did you just see that? Right, right. And then the other guy pushes him on the ground. Oh, he just had a bad night getting shoved around by everybody. I mean, plus, whatever the guy did, you know what, he, that's like, it's like a domestic violence incident. We'd be like, oh, she cursed me, she did this. Like, she's five foot ten, and, you know, you're five foot five, and you're... 6'3 and 270 pounds. It doesn't matter what she did to you. What you did is not okay. Right. Garrett's huge. Mason Rudolph, I don't care if the guy poked him in the eyes, you know, Three Stooges style, ripping his helmet off and bashing him in the head with it. No excuse. Did you think, Mafia, that it was blown out of proportion today? No. Or did you think it deserved the... It deserved uh... it. The guy basically, you know, was one step away from killing the dude. If he hit him wrong with that helmet, the guy was already been out with a concussion. You know, you worry about head injuries in the NFL. Who... Is using that piece what do you of think would have happened him? if he would have killed him? That would have been a real story. Seriously, can you imagine if something happened like that and, and the guy actually did it and the guy died? Can you imagine? 
what would happen? He'd never play again as long as he lived. He'd never play again. He'd be in jail. He'd be in jail. Still to life, you know? Can you imagine? But I don't want to imagine, you know, because that's horrible. All of what his... we saw was horrible enough. I don't want to imagine it could have been worse. But do you believe all of his apologies? All these people saying he's a great guy. Normally, it's the one you run. Normally, he's a really good guy. Don't judge him from this meeting alone. How about my ass? All season long, he's had problems. This started in the preseason. He's been getting in fights. He has been dirty. He's been a dirty player in other games this year. This yeah, is not, he's gotten flagged a lot. But this is not the first time. Him. He knocked out the guy. Who was the quarterback he knocked out? Broke his uh, – he, he he injured some quarterback. Uh, that would be with the Jets, um, Simeon. Simeon, he ruined Which it. was a late uh, It was his hit. ankle, but it was a he, late hit. He hit the guy week one against Tennessee. Right. Um, so he's had some late. Late uh, hits and cheap late shots. Late hits and cheap shots this year. There's no question. So. How about, did you see Perfect? Isn't he the guy? <laughs> yeah. uh, did you hear what he said today? Well, yeah, that's a way to get back into the league. Yeah, like calling your boss uh, some very nasty names in public. He called Roger Goodell a B. He did. He said, I sat with him in a meeting in New York, and he's nothing but a B. Greg and Charlotte, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty, we love you here in the Carolinas, buddy. My man. Cohen. Get him a cold beverage, Mafia. This is unbelievable. The, uh, hey, real quick, I'll get off the air. And, pub's open. You know, it just, they beat this thing to death today, but let's go over it real quick. I'm going to give a quick snapshot. Ray Rice, domestic abuse, Colin Kaepernick, you know, whatever he did, you know, kneeling. And now we got Miles Garrett. I think it's time Roger Goodell get on all the talk shows. Just hit them all. Come out as a leader and just tell them what the public can tell everybody in the NFL and everybody watching the games what he thinks about this. He, we need to hear from him. Plus, I, did you see the uh, interview with the, the coach from the Browns after the game? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I saw bits and pieces of him saying that, uh, that they were embarrassed and it was bad and all that, but what well, else? I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying bounty gate or anything like that, but if you look at the game from top to bottom, you know, you had the two, uh, hits to the head, the two helmet to helmet, right. and you got miles Garrett. Right. I'm not saying bounty gate. I'm not saying he said to the team, Hey, let's, you know, lay it on them and, you know, go out and hurt people. But there's something Something un- brewing under the ground there. When they when they pinpointed him and pinned him to the wall, he just like, well, I don't coach players to hurt other players, you know. And it was just a real. I, I think it's time for him to go. Kitchens go, just just you know, boot him out. And then and then I want to hear from Roger Goodell. I want to hear your take on it. Yeah, well, I, I can understand uh, you wanting to hear from Roger Goodell, but I as I've said on the show in the last few weeks, he's been Mister Invisible this year. And uh, he's just out of the limelight. It's unbelievable, but he's done nothing. You don't see him anywhere. So there's been some writing about him uh, that he's going to finish out his contract, and that'll be it. That'll be done uh, in the NFL. Or get the CBA done, and then he'll be done. Right, that he would get the CBA deal done and then be out. But I- I'll believe that when I see it. I mean, uh, nothing like walking away from $50 million a year to uh, sit in Park Avenue in your big plush office with total control of the world including nuclear weapons. He, like, is he not more powerful than the president of the United States, Roger Goodell? And then um, the other thing is, uh, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not following you on Freddie Kitchens, uh, that he should be fired for any reason whatsoever right now, other than he should be fired if they uh, are losing and they don't win and they have a terrible season. And right now they're what, four and six. If he turns it around and wins out, believe me you, he's not getting fired because they won two straight. So they're not firing a guy that's uh, all of a sudden turning it around and winning 
And you're not going to blame him for that fight last night. And if you have any uh, substance in that accusation that he's behind it, that uh, that he, you know, coached his players to go out and, and concuss players and hurt players, uh, you know, prove it. Uh, there's no one, no one else is saying that today that he was trying to hurt people uh, and, and trying to injure people. But the, it definitely was a dirty game. And uh, you got to remember that the Steelers and Browns hate each other's guts. So this is just another rivalry. This is no different than the uh, Bills playing the Patriots or anybody else. No, look, I think the main criticism of Kitchens after the game last night and a little bit today was that, like everything else, it's he kind of just his team is very undisciplined. You know, he, he it's an undisciplined football team. That's what it is. And, um, you know, that is a prime example when something like that happens, although you don't – nobody could know that a situation like that is going to happen on the football right. field. And he sat there after the game and, and said, he, this is awful for the game. You know, we, we should be talking about the fact – I think he said we should be talking about this is the first time since 1999 that the Browns beat the Ravens and the Steelers in the same season. I heard him mention that. He's right. like, but now we're not going to talk about that. This is what we're going to talk about. So, Well, he got exactly what uh, they deserved. Right. Uh, you, you have a guy, do what he did. You're gonna. That's what they're going to talk about, uh, Freddie. Thanks. Thanks for all your wisdom, Freddie. But here's what happens. You have a guy attack another guy with a helmet on an NFL football field in prime time on national television. You are doomed. That's what's going to happen. And that guy's toast. I don't believe for one minute that he's getting reinstated because some judge or some arbiter is going to get in the middle of it or anything else. He's going to lose on appeal, too. He deserves nothing. Uh, and is, uh, you know, I've always felt that guys, uh, obviously, now, I, I, you know, I don't want to be the guy saying, oh, I'm one to talk or anything like that. But when you uh, do something heinous and then you come out with that pathetic apology immediately afterwards, it just no one buys it. No, no one's buying. He's sorry to everyone, and he's sorry to Rudolph, and he's sorry to his mother and everybody else, and the fans and everything. That's just such BS. He's sorry for – you know what he's sorry for? He just lost his paycheck. That's what he's sorry for. He just lost his – he's not getting paid. He's getting – he's suspended without pay. He's not going to make any money. So he just lost his entire paycheck for the rest of the season. So he's done. He, I mean, he, that's, what he's, that's what he's sorry for. I don't believe for one minute he's sorry with Mason Rudolph. He tried to kill him. So he tried to hurt him with a helmet. Like, so he's sorry. Sorry, my ass. When you get in a fist fight with someone, are you sorry after the fact? No, unless you go to jail and lose everything, right? Then you're sorry all of a sudden. No one's ever sorry when they get in a fight. I know I'm not. I'm not sorry for anything when I get in a fight. And your boy saying he needs to hear from Goodell. Why? You heard from Goodell today with that suspension. That, that says all you need to say from Goodell. What's he going to get on an interview and say, you know what? This is terrible. I can't believe this happened. It is no place in our game. We'll come down harshly on it. It's going to be the same BS statement you get all the time from him. Like, it's going to be the same rhetoric. What do you need him to come out and talk to the, you know, the press for? Yeah, he's not going to do that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.